0: What is going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here to break on the six game NBA main set on Sunday. Before I get into the video though, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings. Guys, I want to thank you, thank you, thank you again for the continued support. Closing in right now and, uh 7.65,000 subscribers. If you do enjoy this content, would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't know want upload videos you know when go live, and spread the word. If you have friends that play DFS and you enjoy the content, spread the word. That would be very, very helpful. If you guys cannot watch these videos, I do upload an Apple podcast. of a link down below. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, and I'll offer that on patreon.com, private roster instruction videos, uh, player pools, core plays, uh, private, um, live streams as well. 30 minutes before lock to over everything, which I think is very, very important. So that's all that I offer. Again, you can check it out, um, down below. And then finally, I want to thank prize picks for sponsoring the show. Um, again, if you guys are not familiar with price prize picks at the site, we're betting on fantasy projections, right? So you're betting over under based on, uh, on players, fantasy points, what, what you think they'll get. So like Zach Levine right now is on 41. Do you like the under? Do you like the over there? That's basically the idea. And you can mix and match sports, right? So you can play a couple from NFL. You can play a couple from NBA. If you guys want to sign up, you can use the code DKDFS. It's DKDFS, all one word. Link also down below. You get 100% match up to $100. So basically, if you put $100 in, you get $200 to play with. So basically, you got a free $100. Uh, yeah, I again, mean, I think it's a fun way to kind of get different from DraftKings, right? You're not playing against anyone. So, um, check it out if you guys want. Again, link down below if you're interested. But with that all out of the way, let's jump in the video. So, before we talk about players and the prices for the six-game slate, let's look back the line up here from Saturday. And Saturday, you know, went pretty well for me. Can I just, can I get a fourth quarter out of Yusof Nurkic? Once. One time, can I get a fourth quarter out of Yusof Nurkic? That's all I asked for, Right eight percent owned on pace to smash what do you know another blowout but let's look let's uh review the rest of my lineup so once we got that Giannis Antetokounmpo news ruled out I wanted a lot of Milwaukee exposure Drew and Middleton were the first to come to mind, but once Bobby Portis got was starting, um, again he was he was basically the the third guy wanted in there. Just because when Giannis is out of the lineup, that's so many minutes and usage to go around. And I talked about this in the Patreon live stream that you know if I'm going to be going pretty heavy in Milwaukee, you know playing Drew and Middleton and Bobby Portis, it makes sense to run it back with Drummond and, and Osmond. Because if Cleveland's gonna, I said if Cleveland's gonna stay in this game, it's got to be because of big game from one of them. Well, Drummond, 63 fancy points. So the guys who was a really good GPP play. Now, Osmond, not so much. 16 fancy points. That was very tilting. Um, expected more from him, so that was the one letdown. I want Trey Burke for value, and it actually worked out really well. The reason why I wasn't excited about the Washington value, and I, and I talked about this a lot in the, in the Patreon last stream, was they I was like they're probably gonna run like 11 12 man rotation. I just think everyone would have played like 20 to 25 minutes and that's kind of what happened, right? You had Neto that was chalk. you had Ish Smith that was chalk. you had Hashi Moore that was chalk. and I was just like, I don't feel great about any of them because like there's gonna be 11 12 man rotation, I don't know if we have to go there. So yeah, Trey Burke for Valley was really really good. Now the one guy I wasn't on, was Hardaway Jr. That was a filler for me. I originally had Halliburton here, and I was kind of hoping they were going to limit or you know rule De'Aaron Fox out after lock, and I was going to get a low owned Halliburton. Well, news came out that they're going to have the 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 best quote ever minutes monitored for Fox and Halliburton and Holmes, who ended up getting ruled out. Um, so I pivoted to Hardaway. I wasn't uh, I wasn't in love with Hardaway. It worked out though. He had a great shooting game, um, went for forty seven fancy points. So that was it and again then Yusof Nurkic in the utility like just one time one time a fourth quarter from Yusof Nurkic right he's going to continue to be this price and people are going to continue to box score watch like he's got foul trouble um he's gotten blown out so that one time he got benched when Cantor went insane and then yeah just been a bunch of blowouts so I will continue to play Yusof Nurkic as long as it's a good matchup um again he's on pace for for 40 plus in this one so that's it for the look back, and hope you guys all had a good night. And Oh, one more thing for the in-game showdown slates. Make sure to play someone who's actually active. I play Kyle Guy. He was 43% owned, or well, 43% of the field also got it wrong. He was not active, and I missed that one. Really dumb mistake on my part, because I would have had the takedown if I played someone else besides Kyle Guy. I was four points away. So, again, I have a video up for these fourth-quarter in-game showdown sites, but there is a huge, huge edge when there's a blowout, right? You want to play a lot of the the end-of-the-bench guys. I want Giles and the captain with Cantor, Guy, again, who didn't play, uh, Simons, Little, and uh, Metu. So, again, if you guys are interested, I have a video up for that, but would have had the takedown if I actually played someone that was available to play. So, just dumb mistake on my part there. Uh, but yeah that's it for the look back so let's talk about this slate and let's go team by team here as far as vegas adds we only have one game out right now for the for the later slate or the main slate and there's two games in the early slate but denver in the next is the 217 and a half over under the the nuggets are six and a half point favorites so let's go team by team for this one and we'll start with OKC. So SGA at, 8, at 8K in an up-temple game here. against Brooklyn. I think if they're going to stay in this game, we're probably going to see a pretty decent game here from SGA, who has gotten some decent minutes in close games, 35, 37, 34. So I expect mid-30s minutes. And he can stuff a stat sheet we saw it last game, 25, 10, and 7. So I think SGA firmly, firmly in play here at 8K. This seems priced about right, but he does have some upside in this type of matchup. Baisley was a lot down. I did like him that last late, and I got to take the L um he just shot the ball terribly they didn't they only played him 23 minutes right so Hamadou Diallo had like an amazing game off the bench they closed with him which was super tilting previous games though were 43 35 and 41 I still like Baisley 6-2 though I think he's just a fine play not really not really a priority for me Horford is just okay like he's a decent cash game play just the minutes right he's just not there with the minutes he's gonna play at most like 29 minutes so again not really a priority there George Hill 5k that seems priced about right. If you want to chase Diallo, you can. But again, I don't. We're not going to get 43 again from Amado Diallo. Uh, he had a double double. He played. He played more because he played so well. Normally, we're going to get about 20 minutes from him. I don't think he's a terrible value play. But this is like the same situation we see a lot in NBA. Is after a guy has a big game, he'll be a lot more popular. We saw it with Joe Harris. Right? Was it two games ago? He went off, and I was like pump the brakes here like joe harris had a really good shooting game a lot of people went back there and got burned so just like be careful of guys like the Hamno diallo is not a 40 fancy point guy so if people are going to chase it I'll, I'll gladly look elsewhere the value like some of these guys will get some decent minutes off the bench like muscala will get 15 to 20 minutes there's not a ton of value right now at the moment uh, on this slate like maldeon but just like mm, don't don't love it don't love it so Let's move on to Brooklyn. Brooklyn, we got to monitor Kyrie. I believe KD is probable. Kyrie is questionable. So this could change some things. We have uh, also a lot of the Boston guys questionable. We'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, but let's say Kyrie is out and KD plays. Then I think KD looks like a really, really good play there at 9.2K. No one on the Thunder can defend him. So Kevin Durant would become one of my favorite um, spend-ups if Kyrie is out. Lavert at 7.9. So even it looks looking like and KD is going to play. If he, comes, if he comes out the bench again, I just think he only plays like mid-20s minutes. And that's what's happened uh, when one of them have been out with Kyrie and KD. So we'll see what they do. If Levert does start and Kyrie's out, I would have still have some interest. But playing alongside Kevin Durant, he wouldn't be as high of a usage guy. So we'll just have to keep an eye on this. Uh, Kyrie himself, if he does play, I think is a decent spend-up. Probably would prefer the price in Kevin Durant, though, for cheaper. The the value guys I'm staying away from, especially if if both play, even if Kevin Durant plays, I just I don't really think we have to go to these wings. The center, uh, or the center rotation, Jared Allen has been playing more. He should get about 30 minutes. Um, I think he's a decent play at this price. Uh, again, he is the better point guard guy. DeAndre Jordan playing about 15 ish minutes, but don't have a ton of interest in either to be honest. And that's the way really for Brooklyn. So let's move on to Denver and New York. So love the matchup here for uh Denver. Again, it's just a matter of can the Knicks keep it close? But Jokic at the top at 11K in a really good spot it's just a matter of do you have enough value guys you're comfortable with to get Jokic in there again there is probably going to be some blood rest going up against the Knicks but Jokic if you can get to him I have absolutely no issue with him Jamal Murray's always in play for GPPs he has a somewhat low floor right we've seen it in two of the last four games but the ceiling is 50 plus when he's shooting it well so Jamal Murray's never a guy I really looked to in cash but it's always someone you can consider in GPPs just because of the wide range of outcomes outcomes for him and Michael Porter Jr. is still out. So Will Barton should start and, and play some decent minutes at 5.8K. I actually think he's an okay play here. Right, the last two games that were close, 36 and 34 minutes, that game against Philly was a blowout. None of the starters really got a, a ton of runs. So I expect over 30 from Will Barton. Um, at that price, I think he's a decent option. You know, don't hate a guy, Jim Michael Green, who's been playing about 20 minutes. Uh, if you need a value play, I think he's a decent play. Gary Harris, I mean, he has actually hit some shots recently here, 6 of 9, 7 of 11, but the floor is pretty low with him. Very scoring dependent, a 3-and-D guy, so know the risk if you play him. The floor is really, really low. But I think if this game does stay competitive, he probably pushes for over 30 minutes. Let's move on to the Knicks. So the Knicks, Julius Randle at 9-5, I mean, he got in foul trouble last game, only played 31 minutes, and still put up 46 fancy points. I think people will avoid him because of this price. I like Randle a lot still. Again, if the Knicks are going to keep this game competitive, we're going to have to see a big game from Julius Randle. Um, they are still really, really thin, so it's going to be a tight rotation. I think Randall looks like a solid play at nine five. I do, and I think people avoid him. Um, I still have a good amount of interest because in competitive games he'll play about forty minutes. RJ Barrett at six nine, not as excited about, um, just because you know a little bit more reliant on the scoring, or Randall can can stuff the stat sheet a bit more. So RJ is a secondary play for me. Alfred Payton at six five, you know minutes are just up and down, right? 34, then 29, then 42, then 31. So what are the minutes? What are we going to get from him? I think a safe projection is around 30 minutes. But if he has a good game, they might extend him. And he shot about 4 of 16. So I think that's why I only played 31 minutes. So there's always just the risk with Alfred Payton as minutes. More of a GPP play. But Robinson at 5'6". I'm just I'm not going to go there against Jokic. Austin Rivers at 4'9". Has been getting decent run off the bench. But the thing is, we're kind of paying a premium now, right? 4'9" do i really want to pay almost 5k for austin rivers i don't know if i do uh reggie bullock a 4-1 i mean probably starts and gets 25 to 30 minutes but i don't think we have to go there and yeah that's really it there for the knicks so let's move on to miami and boston and the miami side um jimmy Butler at 7-3 so how how does that washington team keep it close with no brad beal no westbrook they keep it close but Sacramento can't keep it close against Portland. Okay. Yeah, so Jimmy was a guy that originally I was pretty high on. I got off, or I was worried I got off him because of the blowout risk, and somehow that Washington team keeps it close. It's just like, what? Um, but yeah, Jimmy at 7-3. Boston could be really, really thin, so that's another you know situation we'll have to keep an eye on. If all those guys are out for Boston, that increases the chance of the blowout, but... I was also worried about the ball at last game, and that uh, Washington kept, kept, it, kept it close, and Jimmy went for 60. So, um, just got to keep an eye on things. But yeah, Jimmy, that price is underpriced if, in fact, Boston can keep this close. Again, got to monitor the news on the Boston side. Bam at 8-8, secondary play, Simmons, Hero and Draja. Kelly Linick had a nice game last game, uh, but priced up to 5-4. Mm, seems about right. It is a revenge game narrative, but I'm not overly excited about that. We know we're getting out of Duncan Robinson, right? Uh, you know, about 30 minutes, but very reliant on the scoring. And that's really it there for the Miami side. So let's talk about Boston. This is a team that there's a lot of a lot of news up in there. Tatum, Brown, Kemba's already out, uh, Thompson, Robert Williams, Semi, Green, Grant Williams. There's Langford. They they could have a ton, a ton of guys out. Let's just say all these Boston guys are out that are questionable. All of them are out. Well, then I want to load up on Boston because they are going to be really, really shorthanded. The guys that I would look to smart Tice Pritchard, Jeff Teague, even taco fall. Yeah. Could be again, taco season again. Hey, I mentioned taco fall as a value play that last late 19 minutes, 20 fancy points. So, um, yeah, those would be the guys I look to smart Tice Pritchard, Jeff Teague, and then even taco fall for value. But, Boston team could be really, really shorthanded. So those would be the guys I would like. Um, Yeah, they could have like an eight, nine-man rotation here. So, all right, yeah. So um, we'll have to keep an eye on this. Jason Tatum doesn't look like he's going to play. Again, doubtful. Brown is questionable. Um, We have a couple other guys questionable as well. So, you know, if Jalen Brown does play and Tatum is out, I think he looks a good play at the top. So this will just be a wait-and-see, take a wait-and-see approach here with Boston. But definitely could be some value here. Um, and if, if Brown's out and all these other guys are out, they're going to be really, really shorthanded. You know, it's again, it's Tice, Marcus Smart, Pritchard, Jeff Teague, uh, even Taco Fall for value. Um, yeah, Boston would be a team I would want a good amount of exposure to if, in fact, all those guys are out. Let's move on to the Lakers and Houston. So, Lakers really still tilting that LeBron James game. Anthony Davis gets ruled out after Locke. I pivot from Siakam to ha- and Halliburton to LeBron and Caruso. If I don't do that, $5,000 richer. So if Anthony Davis just plays, I win huge money that other night. Can we just talk about LeBron James with no Anthony Davis against the Bulls going for 45 fancy points and busting in a close game? No blowout, no foul trouble, 45 against the Bulls with no Anthony Davis. Someone want to make some sense out of that for me? Yeah, I'm still not over that, um, clearly. But yeah, LeBron at, at 10-2, 80 at 9-7. 80 missed the last game, so I think he's more questionable. LeBron's been questionable every game. So i just like, why do they continue to limit him questionable? It's just annoying. Um, I fully expect LeBron to play. If Anthony Davis is out, I still really like LeBron at the top, even though he burned me the last slate just because he's going to have to do a lot more offensively, um, and it is a really good matchup here. So we'll just have to keep an eye on that. Anthony Davis himself, if he does play, would be an interesting play at 9-7. Again, it's a really good matchup here against Houston. So both those two Lakers stars would be viable. Again, if Anthony Davis is out, uh, Montrez Harrell's at 6-4. He played 29 minutes. Again, I would expect close to that. I think he would be a solid player in the mid-range. again, an up-tempo game, revenge game narrative there for him too. Kuzma, also tilting. So he's playing 30 minutes a night when LeBron and AD are both playing. Anthony Davis gets ruled out. Kyle Kuzma plays 17 minutes. Does that make any sense? Not really. Um, So right right now, after those minutes, there's just no way I can play Kyle Kuzma. He could come back and play 30 minutes, but only playing 17 minutes, no foul trouble. I don't know what the deal is, so I'm just going to avoid Kuzma either way. Um, yeah, Schroeder's at 6'3". I think he would have to do a lot more offensively. Would be a decent um, uh, play in the mid-range if uh, Anthony Davis is out. As far as value goes, so Markeith Morris um, filled in, started, and played 29 minutes. So he would be a viable value play if, in fact, AD is out. Also, Horton Tucker at 3'4". He got decent minutes, 20 minutes. So maybe a, a possible... There is some potential value here. Wesley Matthews, I don't know why they played him 34 minutes. Like He is washed. He should not be in these minutes. They should be going to talent Horton Tucker, to be honest. Um, So I don't know why Wesley Matthews is playing. He is very, very washed. Um, But yeah, if KCP is, he's also questionable. So if KCP is in that kind of, that would take like Tucker and, uh, or Horton Tucker and, and Wes Matthews out of play. So another situation again, we'll have to keep an eye on. I fully expect LeBron to play. If Anthony Davis is out, then LeBron looks at the top. And then we have some guys in the mid range. And then maybe we got like Markeith Morris for value. Let's move on to Houston. So Harden at 10-8. I'll continue to fade James Harden. He just doesn't have the usage right now playing alongside Wall and Christian Wood. Two high usage guys. So yeah, there's just I'm not going to 10-8 Harden. I'll continue to avoid Christian Wood at 8-1 intrigues me here. Um, he was on pace to absolutely smash that last game and then blew out. 48 fancy points in three quarters. This guy has a lot of upside. Very, very talented, big, super high usage guy. He's getting a double double basically every single slate. I would like him even more if Anthony Davis is out because then I wouldn't be really be worried about the foul trouble for him. So I think Wood is a viable play there at 8-1. Don't mind John Wall. Again, I would just prefer him and and Wood to Harden because these guys are cheaper. Sure, Wall's been up and down, but if I'm going to play one of those Houston guards, I'd rather play Wall. Eric Gordon, when they're all healthy, I just avoid him. Um, he only played 19 minutes at last game. So yeah, Boogeyman, uh, really only guy I look to when uh, Christian Wood is out. So the value, I, I mean... I'm not, I'm not playing not playing PJ Tucker I know we had a big game last game but I'm not playing four 4 PJ Tucker and that's really it I mean Nawaba Tate might get some run but I just don't think we have to go there on uh this slate someone to San Antonio Minnesota so um this is a game again two bad defenses uh two teams that play at a pretty fast pace this game went to overtime tonight so this game again I have interest in I told you guys basically I liked all the San Antonio guys last last uh or you know the slate tonight DeMar DeRozan at 7-7 uh, played 44 again in overtime so 39 minutes in regulation like the matchup for him firmly in play even with Aldridge back DeJounte Murray we know the upside is there he just went for 50 in the exact same matchup so Murray DeRozan the top look good Aldridge I think is a fine play at 6-5 just because of the matchup Kelvin Johnson had a decent game at 6-5 he played 42 minutes again 37 in regulation so the top Spurs guys all look pretty good Right. If you're going for more of the, the balance approach, I think I would probably try to get at least one of these Spurs guys just because of the matchup. Uh, again, Derek Weiss will be out for a bit. So like Patty Mills, Lonnie Walker, they're viable value plays. Rudy Gay at 5'3". Did only play 17 minutes. That is a little bit disappointing. It's a little bit worrisome because previous games, he was playing mid-20s minutes. But, yeah, it's like the top four guys there for the Spurs. I think you could look to punt with like Mills or Lonnie Walker for value. Let's move on to the Minnesota. Um, so, Carlton Towns at 9'8". They said they're going to limit them. 37 minutes. I know I went to overtime. So I guess, you know, only 32 in uh, regulation. We've we'll got, we'll got to keep an eye on this because this is his first game back. It is a back-to-back. Maybe they rest him in this game. We'll see. If they do, in fact, rest him, then obviously we want to look to d and Malik Beasley. Uh, but, yeah, if Cat plays and there's no limitations here, I actually think he's a pretty solid play. If he's going to continue to be limited, I'll probably look elsewhere. Again, if he's out, then we want to look to D'Lo and Malik Beasley. If Cat is in and going to be limited, then it's kind of like, mm, no one really stands out. Malik Beasley at 6'1". Really. Does that when Cat plays? When I play him against Portland, he can't hit the broad side of a barn. (sighs) Yeah, but these guys, yeah. D'Lo, Beasley would be a lot more viable if, in fact, currently Towns is rested. The value, I just don't think we have to go there. Like, maybe guys like Vanderbilt, Hernan Gomez, if Cat gets rested. But, yeah, I don't have a ton of interest in Minnesota. Let's move on to Toronto and Golden State. The late-night hammer here. So, um, we have Van Fleet at 8-5, Lowry at 8-3, Siakam at 7-8. I mean, these guys are always safe plays, right? Just because they're going to play big minutes. All of them will play 35-plus if the game stays competitive. I do like the matchup a good amount here. So, Van Fleet, Lowry, Siakam are all pretty solid plays. Um, again, minutes plus the fact that these guys stuff the statue, probably would prefer Lowry and Van Fleet to Siakam, but all three firmly, firmly in play in a good matchup here. Now, Chris Boucher at 5'9 intrigues me. He went off. Again, when we can project this guy for minutes, we want interest. 29 minutes, 50 fancy points. He is a good GPP play. I still like I still don't know what Toronto's doing here. For some reason, they started Alex Len at center. Why are they not starting Chris Boucher, right? Alex Len is terrible. Aaron Baines is kind of washed. Start Chris Boucher. I I just don't understand why they don't start Chris Boucher. Um, But, yeah, they're really limiting the minutes. If we just go to Aaron Baines, 14, 13 minutes. Alex Len started the last game, only played five minutes. So, Boucher is, like, the guy, it looks like. It looks like. Um, He played 20 minutes the last game, so... If he's going to play big minutes, Chris Boucher, then I think he's still in play at that price, just because he's a really, really good point-printed guy. Again, I do like the matchup. Does he get the minutes, though? You just you never know, right? They've been a little up and down, but, uh, again, I like him for GPPs. The value, like like Norman Paul was a good value play when um, when Kyle Lauer is out. With Kyle Lauer in, I'm not going to go there with an the elevated price. OG at 5-7, I think he got in some foul trouble. Um. Yeah, he did 5 fouls in 29 minutes. Again, I think he's just a fine play, not a priority for me. And let's finish up with Golden State. So, Golden State, we have Steph Curry at the top at 10-1. Always, always in play here. Um, you know, against the Clippers, first game, 28 fancy points, and then comes back in the same matchup, 68 fancy points. So, that was a pretty big change. Uh, Yeah, 10-1, it's just, it, when Golden State is going to keep games competitive, it's going to be because Steph Curry. Right. rarely will you see a game like that, two games ago the Clippers, where they kept it competitive and he didn't have a big game. Well, the first couple games, you know, he's having a good game, and then they got blown out. So it's like, I would say 90% of the time, if Golden State is going to stay competitive, we're going to see a pretty big game from Steph Curry. So 10-1, I do like him. we got him out there at the top. Andrew Wiggins at six-seven, He's questionable. My issue is, even if he's out, Golden State runs a deep rotation. So like Wiggins is out. I mean, they have, like, Bazemore, Damian Lee, Pascal. They have a lot of guys that can use. Mulder will probably get some minutes. So, I don't even know if I get to these guys if Wiggins is out. If Wiggins is out, I, the guy I might look to is Draymond Green. Now, he had a terrible game. Terrible game the last game. 31 minutes, 15 fancy points. Not very Draymond Green-esque. He's usually a guy that's, you know, somewhat high floor. Because he can stuff the stat sheet um uh, 4.9 k for a guy that should get over 30 minutes i have interest in draymond green i don't think we get 15 fancy points again so draymond for value steph curry at the top that's where really where i'm looking Ubre the miss just going down for him even in close games 25 21 so hard to feel good about that uh, again they just have, they do so many guys like pascal getting about 20 minutes brad wanamaker uh got extended a bit uh damian lee again will play about 20 minutes baysmore will play about 20 minutes so it's just they use too many guys um you know molder probably get some run off the bench It, it just they, they run too deep for rotations so even if wiggins is out i don't think i really consider these value guys really the guy i would look to would be again draymond as a cheaper play steph curry at the top uh but yeah that's gonna do it for the video today guys so if you haven't joined the content so far i would really appreciate it if you leave a like button on the video subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos you know when go live As always, guys, I'll be doing a YouTube live stream before lock to go over everything answer all your guys' questions. But thanks again. I hope you guys have a great night, and I will see you all tomorrow.